I-C-K-B-A-C-K, the kickback. We live in effect with Reek Reek, Bree Bree, and your boy E-B. Let's have fun. What's good, kickbackers, kickback family, strangers, newcomers, I don't know, haters, friends, enemies, family. I don't know who listens, so I I guess all people from all nations, all tribes, all tongues. Welcome to the kickback where we just literally just kickback five, talk about what's going on in the culture. You're gonna get a dose of Jesus because that's somebody who we all believe in and somebody who um, has our best interests in heart. So that's why you gonna listen or hear about him. And then it's really just three amazing people who love to do life together by talking to you guys on things that happen in the world or in our own personal um, world here or there. You know, I won't tell y'all everything, but we definitely do our best to let y'all get a sneak peek behind closed doors of who we are. I guess I'll start off with my tip check. Um, I'll say that I am at about a mid 80s. So I'll go 85, 86. Um, things are going well. Um, I don't know if I had talked about it on the last episode, but I guess if I didn't, um, we might dive into it today or we might not. Or you, if you want to know more, you can just ask questions, but uh, I know it's on social media now, so I feel like I can say it. Um, getting accustomed to being in a new home, um, that has been different and nice. Um, and then, of course, the joy um, of my life right now. Of course, my wife and this little boy who happens to share my name, uh, who sometimes just does his own thing and lives life by the beat of his own drum. Being a dad is pretty cool. So that's why my temp is around 85, 86, because I feel like that's like a perfect weather for me. Um, and if it's too hot for you, then I can tell you that there are a lot of northern states that would love to have you um, because we're here. We're full in Florida. So we're tired of you people who keep moving down here. Um, other than that, um, I don't have a song for y'all again this week. I'll try to do better next week and I'll try to have a song for y'all. Sharika, Sabrina, what y'all tip like? Well, first of all, I just get so excited when you share about like your dad thoughts. And I was hoping that could be a part of our intro now. So like a sentence or two about your temp and just, you know, the dad temp. And it's good to know that all is well. Also, thank you for sharing with us that you put on social media about your home. I immediately went to Facebook. I don't see it there. I'm like, I want to see this post. So where is it? So Judith had posted it. I think she tagged me, um, but it wasn't nothing like too crazy because I don't think we actually put up the home. Um, like I know some people do, but I think it was just like a little quick time lapse of us signing um, paperwork. Um, but yeah, whenever you come, because it's not an open invitation to all cake bachelors and all listeners, <laughs> but Sharika and Sabrina, whenever right. y'all come visit, definitely you'll be able to have your self tour of the crib. And um, yeah. Listen, look at God. September was really that month. It was so good. So that is my little segue into y'all. I know we didn't have an episode last week, but that's because I was in the throes of like editing. Honestly, I was in the throes of getting my hair braided, but also editing Sharika and I's blog. It will drop this week. I just had to choose like the perfect music. It is like 20 minutes. So you're going to have to commit to seeing our September fun, but like we had a good time. So that will drop in place of last week's episode. But my temp is like, I need something that's about like ripping and running because I, for example, this week got home from DC on a Wednesday night, flew out to North Carolina on a Thursday, like late afternoon. So EB, as soon as I'm done ripping and running and I'm in Tampa for more than like 48 hours, I cannot wait to take you up on this invitation to see God's blessings through growing your family and through his provision. Like this is tough times and y'all over here signing papers on a home. Like that's Blessing Definitely. Blessing There's actually blessings. a song called Ripping and Running, just so you know. Well, there you go. There's my song, <laughs> Ripping and Running, uh, for sure. So that's where I am. Sharika, how are you feeling? Uh, my temp is 98, and y'all know that's hot, and so am Ooh. I. <laughs> hey, before you continue, um, Sharika, and you know I usually mm-hmm. don't interrupt, especially tip checks, so please keep your thoughts there because I don't want you to forget. I just want to say, no. just because from time to time, some people listen, she just said 98, and I think me and Sabrina definitely know what that means, but I just want to throw it out there. This past summer, um, one of my supervisors, that I'm throwing his name out there, Jonathan, and one of the homies, co-workers, Daryl, did not know what 98 hot meant, 
and I was 98 hot that they didn't know <laughs> what that meant. And I'm like, ain't no way. Because <laughs> I know it's that's found. Not- I don't and really I'm- know what it means. <laughs> oh, dang. Uh, I was just about to say, I don't either. And I oh, man. <laughs> Never mind. Maybe, maybe it's just a a small country down thing but that no go for it because i need to know because that might be where i'm at and i want to know if that's a, if i'm if i'm if i'm actually representing correctly i would say the best way that i can describe 98 hot is literally just i don't know not necessarily the group or the you mean 98 degrees yeah so not that but when you say 98 okay. hot, most people in the south is literally like you add a 10 like we either we about to fight or it's about to oh, yeah. or it's like like I, I am shocked that you don't know what that means. But like it's basically just being um in the words of our um our brothers and sisters from the Caucasus Mountains, um, when they say that they're pissed off or <laughs> I'm going to flip a lid. Like that's uh, you know, and more so 38 hot, not 98. So let me go there. I'm sorry. Uh, this is great. Well, it's accurate. So I feel yeah. good about that. So more so 38 hot. They didn't know what 38 hot I mean. That's what I really oh. Is that the same? Yes, but yes. <laughs> okay, well, that. Oh, there we go. We are. Um, I'm in. I'm right in line with that. Then. Um, I am. People just get on my nerves sometimes, but because y'all know I be trying to be positive, but and I ain't got it, and that's okay. But um, I, other than th- that situation, I am actually really good. Because I'm alive and I'm well. So I'm going to claim and claim my joy in that and continue to just do what I do. Um, My song is old school. So, okay, I'm going to say it's old school just because I've been hanging around some younger people. And when I like, they'll be like, oh, throwback. And I'll be like, that song's old. So I'm just going to be like, it's old. I'm sure the song is old. I don't know what year, but Casting Crowns, Praise You in the Storm, Amen. because that's where I'm at right now. Mm. Um, you know, life be lifing, people be trying you, but God is faithful. And you know what the Lord says, vengeance is mine. And so oh. I let the Lord ha- handle them. Not the praises for vengeance, friend. Yes. Oh, yes. I, okay, so I was just talking to one of my coworkers, and I, t- I was like, I'm one of those people, like Sabrina, I admire because you're very, N-E-B, y'all are very quick-witted and y'all got the words and y'all just be like, you know, have comebacks and stuff. I, I, you know, I'm always like, I'll fight anyone because I don't be having the words. So then I want to get violent. And so I'm like that person, like if I just get so upset sometimes, like I, I don't have the words, we just gonna have to fight. Like, it's just, I'm not really there, but I'm just was thinking about that when I'd be like, man, sometimes I wish I was Don't like quick with it. Oh, I'm not going to do it because the person you really might want to fight might be willing to press charges. They probably will because you know they're punks, but I am really not at that level. It's really not that serious. I'm being a little dramatic today. Cause I haven't really eaten some hung. I'm a little hangry too. Hangry, Sharika. Cool. Snacks in your desk. That's the vibe. Also, like you have to ask yourself after the fight, then what? You're just gonna stand there? Do you do an awkward walk away? Do y'all shake? Good point. Like you. Good point. Throw a couple of punches. Let's say you win. They're down. So are you just like, and that's right. And you just, yes. Let's say you lose. And then you're yes. still mad. And now you're beat up. Like fighting violence does not solve anything. Right. Because I remember when I was in the fourth grade. No, I was in the eighth grade. And I punched that boy. I literally was like, what now? What do I want? Like, I didn't know what else to do. Because it was an awkward right? moment. Because in the movies, they just cut cut away. And we don't know what happens like because it is that awkward moment like okay it's, it's over okay now what people be I'll be saying people be <laughs> and then I always felt like in school it was never ending because like okay let's say there was a fight at the beginning of the year then they have to run it back because they fought before <laughs> this person won and I'm just like can y'all just stop like can, like it's a never-ending cycle that's why it's always better just to talk it out find a resolution conflict is a <laughs> Um, but speaking of conflict, there's so many things to talk about. I don't even know. What there really about. is. There Yikes. really is. 
Well, let's. Right. I'm gonna start here okay. because it's, you know, because I've been on the webs and in the interwebs, and people are talking about it. People are saying they're tired of hearing about it, and so we don't have to stay on it long. I just want to know. You know, or maybe you guys, I mean, I don't know how you don't know if you got any type of social media. Um, this week, I think it was yesterday or sometime this week, Jada Pinkett Smith book came out. So as we've known over the past few years, the Pinkett Smiths, you know, they've been in the news from this thing to that, to the August Alcina to the in, 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 in entanglements, to the slap her around the world. Now we got Jada's book, and she's talking about her and her um, hu- husband, Will Smith, have been separated for seven years. They, she's been talking about Tupac and all the things, and, and, and it's been flooding the timeline, especially this week. What say you two? What say you two? Or do you have anything to say about this? Are you over it? We, I love that Evie and I are, we're kind of on opposite ends on this. So I feel like mm-hmm. I should let Evie's, Evie share his perspective first because y'all hear from me a lot and then I can chime in with my thoughts. So I think we're on different pages about the slap, not necessarily on their situation because their marriage is their marriage. So let's go ahead and I guess let's make sure we're, we're somewhat clear um, on that. I think for me, um, I think the part that frustrates me the most on all of this, whether it's Jada, whether it's Will, is what seems to be the impact that it's having on their two kids that they have together and his kid that he had before her. Because it seems as though the kids are tired of hearing, in a sense, their parents' somewhat disagreements on their life. Now, granted, their kids are adults, so it's like you got to deal with it because your parents are adults and your parents can do what you want. Um, but I, I, maybe it's because of how I um, just was raised and there's some stuff that is preferred to stay in-house and some stuff that, you know, the, I guess you could say the common folks don't need to know what's going on in the ins and out. Um, it seems as though they have some form of agreement to stay married for life, though they're separated, and to try to balance that as best as possible. And I would say, I think it's somewhat of, I don't know, a disservice on both of their parts of the things that they share about their relationship. And I say that from a place of what seems at times, not every day, but at times, um, where they get upset at people chiming in on their relationship. And I say that from Wills, I think just most recently, like, hey, what me and Jada does is our business and we would like to keep it private, blah, 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 blah. But once you share that to the public, it becomes everybody else's business just because that's the part of one being a public figure and also just the court of public opinion. Like the court of public opinion typically only gets to speak on things that they have heard, whether they know all the facts or if they know some of the facts or even if it's just a rumor that is speculating. Um, Once there's something out there, they get that, in a sense, choice to, or cho- they get to choose what they chime in on. So I would say, I think we disagree somewhat on the slap, um, but not necessarily on, um, I don't know, their relationship. Because if they still rock with each other and they still got their life handling, and it seems like, um, I won't say happy, because I don't know their emotional states or their mental well-beings, but it seems like they're okay with being together forever, regardless of never divorcing, or I think recently Will came out and said that their relationship is brutal and beautiful. And I think that's a lot of marriages, um, not just theirs. Um, so I would say that's where I'm at on that. So when Evie shares that we have disagreements on the slot, do you want to tell them what your opinion is of the slot with this new information? I think it's two. One, allegedly, um, Chris Rock reached out to Jada during a speculation or a rumor that her and Will was getting a divorce and said he wanted to go out for a date or he wanted to kick her with or whatnot. So for me, because of that information, I'm like, did he slap her because of the joke or is he slapping her because of old feud of you trying to holler at my wife? And that's where I'm at with that. 
Um, so it's not necessarily like, hey, because you get to do whatever you want. Like Chris Rock, from what I see, he living his life. He cracked some jokes about it. Um, he didn't, like in that moment, I'm pretty sure he felt humiliated, but it seems like he's somewhat getting past it. And I think, uh, and I'm not for sure, either I think they 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 didn't, they had a brief conversation between mutual friends or Will tried to reach out to him and he said, no, not yet. Um, I don't know what they, what they stand on that. So I think that was the only thing. So I'm like, was there already an underlying beef with them not the not necessarily the joke or the alopecia thing because <laughs> even then like i think i would have to like i don't like i know i would have, I'd go look at it but i don't remember like jada's coming out to tell him hey chris i have alopecia don't joke about my hip like maybe she has or right she not did. to our knowledge um but like you know a comedian that's what comedians do like i just wonder where would we draw the line? And I'm, I think I say that more so because just being an advocate of a comedian. Um, like, where do you draw the line when it comes to artistry of, you know, in this case, physical assault? Because people crack jokes all the time, especially when you're at like an award show or their stand-up. Like, so where would it get to a point where every time a Dave Chappelle, a Chris Rock, a Chris Tucker, um, a Andrew Schultz, um, a Kev on stage, like any of these comedians, they crack a joke and somebody goes up and just slap them because of a disagreement of what they said. Now, this is slightly different because that was his wife, da 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 But how does somebody say, well, that's my friend, or that's my sexual orientation, or that's my country, or that's my president? Like, what would be the difference in those type of things? So I think that's where um, I'm at with that. True. First, to address Sharika's question about how we feel, I don't feel anything. When information is put out there, we have the option on what we choose to consume. People, there's a lot of people putting their business out there. I didn't even know about Evie's new house status until he just said on social media, I went to go find it. So like when people are, I've seen a lot of negative feedback on Jada about how much she's sharing about her life, emphasis on her, it's her life. She's doing a book about it. So yes, she's going to talk about the things that happen in her life. So one, I'm in support of people doing their thing. And I'm in support of me minding my own business and drinking my water. That's the one. The two, for those out there who have this opinion that, oh, well, since they're separated, the slap was pointless. No, 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 you guys, you can care about people without effing them. Let me say that again. You don't have to be sleeping with someone to care about them, especially if that person is the mother of your children, especially if you've had love for them. Just because they're separated doesn't mean there's any love lost. And there's a lot of you Negroes out, excuse me, I might edit that out. I might keep it in there. There's a lot of people out there who really feel that way. Like, oh, we're not together anymore. So I don't care about you. Some people don't care about the kids they had with you, you know, whatever. It's like, no, it doesn't have to be that way. He could have slapped him just off of what Evie's saying, the past history between them, the continued disrespect. And at the time when we did that episode about the slap, I think I was on both sides of it. Like I was just sharing, I can understand the public disrespect because you disrespected my person in public, but also defense of the artistry. It's not that serious. We can't just go around like your skin is too thin at this point. But I don't think them being separated changes my opinions on the slap like no that's always going to be my person even if I'm not with them you know what I'm saying like there was love there I'm not gonna let you disrespect them especially you were disrespecting them behind closed doors too like you've been messy about it and one thing we know well maybe not because Chris did have his special and he did disrespect Jada again in it so maybe Will didn't slap him hard enough but <laughs> Um, one thing I, I was going to say about violence, like it doesn't solve anything. And it's funny that we talked about that at the beginning with Sharika. <laughs> right. It really doesn't like, so what? So you slapped him and guess what? When he did his Netflix special, which so many people turned in, tuned into, he joked on her again. You know, you, there's not like a thousand slaps that you're going to do. So yeah, I say Jada, live your life, tell your story. If people want to hear it, great. If they don't want to hear it, great. EB, you mentioned their kids, but I'm like, do we have any measurable proof that this harms their kids? Like, have not necessarily harms, right? Well, but but if their kids aren't, I feel like their kids are probably more up on game than we are. Their kids I, seem fine to me. They're like running around Hollywood, the little uh, rich yuppies. So I think that's like. 
we can't make that conclusion based on this because they probably knew before we knew that their parents that if anything well, I think they know they're separated I think right. it's more so of which again like you said doing a book tour like your story is your story and so I can't I will never y'all know like if anybody know me um hey I will ride free press to the end of time like I don't care <laughs> too much about the stuff that we have in our constitution hey do, do handle your business but and again I like I don't have any verifiable proof that it came from um Willow or Jaden but it was said and I think or I don't know if it was a, tw a deleted Instagram story or a deleted Twitter post I don't follow their kids so I don't know um but it was one of them who was just like they are shocked by the amount of information that their mom is willing to share. So that's where I draw the line. And I say draw the line. That's where I'm like, oh, okay, that's like for them. Like, I, hey, my mom and daddy, you can tell all the business um, you want. Like, I know that wouldn't have been the life of my mom and dad, not necessarily of being separated, living with each other, da, 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 da. that happens more common than we think people, um, even knowing people who like, will ride it out until kids get to high school or you're in a house of dysfunction just like Sabrina just said like they are more up on game I'm pretty confident that they probably experienced some very tense moments between mom and dad or see a house of like y'all don't even like each other but then y'all go to this award show or this or that um or whatever it may be or family comes in and it's like oh everything is good for this moment but that's not the reality of how our family is like I think we all have even probably even have moments of that just like like, what you mean clean up the house? Like, no, they come to visit our house. Like, let them see the house how it is. Like, I gotta wake up to clean because of your friends coming over. Like, why they can't why you can't go to their house? Um, so everybody have, I think, those personal moments or tidbits that they can share on their life. I think for me, outside of the book, um, and I'll for me, I'll close with this. It seems that Will is content. Will say that he riding with Jada until the wheels fall off, whether people like it or not. And I think his exact words after, I don't know if it was the last stop of a book tour or one of them, um, but it was like, Jada is the best friend I have ever had on this planet. And I'm going to show up for her and support her for the rest of my life. Um, so for me, if he good with it, like why wouldn't I be good with it? Like he won't got to deal with it. I don't have to deal with it. Like, I don't think I would ever be in the same place as Jada. I don't think Jada will ever need anything from me and vice versa. Now, if that ever happens, hey, let's do business together. Let's have fun. Um, what you got going on with your your husband has nothing to do with me, but it seems that the person that seems to be, that could be, I don't say seems to be, the person that could be mostly impacted by her book or her statements or her words or whatever would be him, and he seems to be okay with it. So for me, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, the only thing that changed for me is the whole August Asina thing. That, I'm like, now both of y'all know you're wrong. Y'all had us out here thinking it was an entanglement, but y'all are not even together. So, was it an entanglement? You know? Why were we, why was that as big of a deal as it was if y'all were not even together? That feels weird. But I get it. They wanted to present to Weird the as if they were together. Yeah. I think the biggest thing with that one for me is that it was, I, I think if it wasn't, and I don't know, probably probably remember worse if it was another big name celebrity, not saying August isn't, but if it wasn't one of her friend's homeboys, I wonder what it would have been. Oh, like, because like one of her sons, like sons. that's jaded home. Yeah. Like that, that was the only, and even for that, right? Like, especially now, like you just said, having that more information, taking, I don't know, I guess that, that bird's eye view or getting a 360 picture of it, the whole thing of like, Oh y'all, hold on, y'all been separated since like six, seven years. So like, yes, on paper you're still married, but like y'all not being intimate, y'all care for each other or y'all love each other, but y'all don't see yourself ever getting back to that place that y'all used to be at when I'm assuming you guys first fell in love and said I do. So it's like whatever she does is what she does, and whatever you do definitely is what you do. Um, so like just not understanding those things. I think even the other thing that got me with that is like you said, the picturing that everything was cool and it was just something that happened. But it was like he initiated that from my understanding that right. hey, we're going to bring this to the red table and we're going to have this conversation. And I don't know if he was drinking, I don't know if he was sad, I don't know because it just goes back to that those memes when it happened, like his red, his bloodshot eye, red, blood red shot eyes, however you said. Um, and I'm just like. Bro, don't tell me you did all of that and y'all wasn't even rocking like that. Like, well, when you just heard that, that was one of your your son's homeboy. Like, was that somebody you used to drop Jaden off to his house or something? Like, I, I know that's not the case because by that time, Jaden was a celebrity in his own sense and probably getting moved around by chauffeurs and stuff. But I think that would be the only thing that would make me be like, 
ugh, not one of the homies. Yeah, I feel as though one is it, their business to tell whenever they want to tell it. But the, the hard part is, you know, back in the day, um, like when you had a memoir or whatever, you want to share your own public, your story to the world, you might have your interviews, but that's it. Nowadays, especially, you can't, like everybody has a, uh, the, like, the way to be able to say whatever they want to through social media. So now you you can't control the narrative as much as you want to. Even with that whole August Alcina thing, I'm sure that wasn't meant to be public, but he went out and said whatever he had to say. And so it's like, yeah, Jada, you want to put your business out there. And the unfortunate part is when it gets out there, you can't control it anymore. Now it's whatever it is or whatever people want to say about it. So that part does kind of suck, especially if you feel like you're trying to say your truth and then people are putting their inferences in or they're making up their own stuff and adding on to it. But I guess that's just part of how it goes. And that's just part of the, you know, the territory of it all. And also um, like the slap, you know, Jade is still his family at the end of the day. And I guess he felt like he had to defend her. I don't know if that was a, you know, I think I probably was all in it, but in reality it's like at that time, is that the best way? And like you said, what are we doing after this? You know, um, Chris Rock reaching out to Jada. I, I always wonder, because it said like, he was like, oh, I heard your divorce. Divorce, do you want to get dinner or something? Or whatever he asked her. I'm always wondering, like, maybe he wanted to see how she was doing. Maybe he wanted to say, hey, I'm divorced. I'm your divorce. Let's be friends. We need some support. I don't know what he was asking her out to dinner for. Nah, my dog was trying to hit. I don't care what nobody said. <laughs> Absolutely 100%. <laughs> You know, not my dog for real, but I'm just saying that's what he was trying to do. I don't know. I know, Sharika. That's like saying the men at the gas station who'd be like, hey, miss, hey, miss, just want you to help them buy a piece of gum. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) No, no, no. You know, it's. Who knows? She didn't get, let him get that far to say when he was. A, I would be like, no. "What would be the nature of this dinner?" Oh, oh, I'm trying to get with you. Well, then it's a no. I don't know. All right. I well, let's say we are. We have the discernment. You know when someone, as Eb so eloquently put it, is trying to hit. You know the vibes. Yeah, that I don't. It's just awkward to me, especially because like. There's celebrities and things so public. Let's say uh, Chris did, Jada did take him up on the offer. It's like, now y'all got to be out there or, you know, now it's going to be, it's even more. It's like, do you really, I don't know. I just, that's why I guess celebrity is not for me because I don't want that attention. I don't want you to be all in my business and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, and the other thing I did want to comment about with Jada and the kids is like, it's unfortunate because, like Jada's telling her story, but her story also in her, it, it also involves her kids, her husband, or whoever else is in her life. And sometimes it's like one of the things that I've learned as an adult is like there are things that happen to you or you're involved in that's your your choice, and then there's things that you're just a byproduct of the situation, and that's unfortunate for the kids. But then I guess when they're older, if they so choose, or now if they want, they can tell their view of the story or share their side of how they felt. Lastly, I want to say, I saw a little thing with Fat Joe and Jada, they were talking, and I it was interesting because she kind of made it seem as though like after the slap, that kind of brought her and Will together. Now, I don't know if that meant, she, I don't know in what capacity that brought them together, but she was saying like it kind of brought them together. So I don't know if they're together together or it just made things a little better. Maybe their relationship got a little better. Maybe she was like, oh, you really do ride for me. You really do support me. I don't know what that meant. And then she was just saying also about the Tupac thing. She was basically like, we were just friends. We never had anything intimate because that's been another thing. People are like, oh, she basically just won't let Tupac go. She was in love with him, this and that. And she was just like, no, I never was in love with him. We were never romantic. We were just like, just really good friends. And it is weird because I think sometimes when you say things, you may have your meaning of what it means to you, whether it's soul. Like I had, I think we've talked about this before, 
um, this couple that, not couple, these friends that do a podcast, they say they're each other's soulmates. And to them, that means one thing, but to other people, when they hear it, it means something else. So it's like, sometimes when you expose certain things, your interpretation is now, doesn't matter anymore because now we have our own, own, own interpretation of what that means to me or whatever. And, and hey, it's all a part of the game at this point. Hopefully it'll help her sell more books. I mean, Not I don't know. Books. Golly. I mean, that's what she out here trying to do. So maybe at least, if anything, maybe they talk about about you, but maybe they'll also buy your books and at least, and that way you'll at least get something from it. Yeah, I think there can be a release too. I mean, it just depends on your personality, mm-hmm. but you know, of owning your own story. Because I will mm-hmm. say, even when I was like maybe in high school, my mom, when I would bring up like Will Smith, she'd be like, you know him and Jada are swingers, right? And I'm like, mom, I'll always defend them. I'd be like, mom, mm-hmm. you can't believe everything they tell. Like, you don't, we don't know that. How, why do you feel so passionate to even say something like that? And she'd always be laughing. But like, just when you are at that level and there are constant stories sur- swerving around, mm-hmm. you can take the Beyonce approach and be like, I don't care. Say what you want to say, you know, or everybody on mute. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Everybody on mute, which, you know, is would probably be my vibe. Or you can take like the Jada approach and be like, no, this is what happened. And it coming is coming from the horse's mouth. It's not a magazine who's trying to sell magazines. Mm -hmm. It's an anonymous source. Like we from Britney Spears story and so many others, we know that they literally can just make up whatever especially if it's salacious because it sells mm-hmm. and not even have any like reputable source or whatever. So uh, it takes a lot of like, I think it takes a lot of like gump to be a famous person of their like caliber. And I, I was thinking about Kanye the other day, y'all don't judge me, but I'm totally back on Kanye. Like I was listening to a lot of his hits and I'm like, I thank you, Kanye. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? He said, thank you. <laughs> Listen, he, his personality was annoying me, but you know what? Sometimes people be annoying and that's fine. You can still love them. Like his, there's like album after album. I'm like, I would love if I had another lifetime and the money and the resources to do a study just on the relationship between that level of fame and mental illness mm. like, I wonder if he didn't have that pressure like didn't Evie say not too many episodes ago with pressure it either makes diamonds or bust pipes right like mm-hmm. I wonder if these record labels if these talent agency the moment someone got their first gig went ahead and scheduled them a weekly session like this is part of Definitely. your contract you must meet with this person for 30 minutes because that amount of pressure even before social media when you think about like what happened with Britney Spears and it was just the magazines but now the magazines is like mm-hmm. everybody's timeline everybody's Facebook their Twitters their Instagram stories so it's like yeah. that is a lot I think yeah. it could make anybody have mental health issues when you hear so many of them talking about like oh I discovered like um, Demi Lovato, Kanye, bipolar, and, and so many who end up taking their lives. Like, it's a lot of pressure. So I'm like, mm-hmm. Jada, if this is what you need, is like, what is it with the Instapot when you open the back and the steam comes out? Is this is how you need to let that steam release? Really? Mm-hmm. Girl, you go ahead and have your release. I'm over here. I'll tell you one thing. I'm not reading the book. I got other things to do and read. <laughs> or <laughs> I'll talk about it on the pod. But, you know, I, it's not my kind of content and, and I'm yeah. not going to judge it. Yeah, I think people just really need to, like, I don't think we were meant to know everyone's opinion about us. I don't think that that's good on the psyche. Like, I just don't think that's good for, so of course it affects your mental health and that level of celebrity and that many people got having so many opinions about your life. I don't have that much pressure on my life and I mean, or, you know, pressure or that many people knowing about my life. And sometimes life still be lifing. So I can't imagine having regular life lifing. And then on top of that, you can't go nowhere. Everybody got something to say. And about Kanye, I always stick to, he's had issues, but I think losing his mom took it to the next level. And I think that, yeah, he just never 
pain. I mean, you can never recover from that, but especially now being at that level of celebrity and everybody, you know, it's, I just can't. I couldn't imagine. I wouldn't want that for myself. And I, I do, I do feel bad for every person who really feels like it's like almost an imprisonment in your own self because you can't. You're not free wherever you go, even if you don't even leave your home. The comments are coming into through your phone or TV or wherever you go. Well, speaking of comments coming in, I know somebody who could and who was here for it and made the time. That's right. <laughs> Many of us were first introduced to her through Sister Sister. Um, some people mm. refer to her as the Black Twin, which that's really rude. We got to stop being oh, biracial. I never heard people. that. Yes, biracial really people, rude. they are biracial. I know there's one drop rule and all that, but don't disrespect either of their parents by being like, well, this is the white one, this is the black one. And I'm guilty. But I feel like disrespecting the sister. I think that's disrespecting her sister. Because they're yeah. basically saying she's the white sister and you're the black. That's, right. They say that's people rude. really F with Tia because she she, has, she got the soul. But anyway, um, there are some Dang. fans out there who were criticizing Tia because she made a very like true statement that dating is hard. I am so glad mm -hmm. I don't have to be out in the streets. Like mm -hmm. it's hard. And when she said that, oh, maybe I should back up and say she was married for a long time. And you know, they had, they were a part of the 2023 couples who were like, it's been real, it's been good, have a nice life. So <laughs> she's out here dating and she's like, hey, dating is really hard, it's trash. And people were basically like, that's why you should have stayed with your husband. Like, what kind of sentiment is that? Like, I should have stayed in a situation that wasn't, and we don't know why they ended because dating mm -hmm. is hard. Guess what? Going to work is hard. Should I quit? That I still have, like a lot of things are hard. School was hard. Learning cursive was hard. Learning algebra was hard. Paying these bills is hard. Like she can say <laughs> it's hard. It doesn't mean she should like, she should just give up, you know, like that was wild. But on top of that, I loved the fact that she said, what I have time for today is this. So one of the fans said like, hey, honestly, this is not a good look for you. It's 6 a.m. and you're up here talking about this. And her response, she was basically like, honey, I'm in Europe. It's not 6 a.m. where I where I am. I'm good. You know, worry about your life and not mine. Uh, mm -hmm. another, <laughs> um. Uh, Sorry, I'm laughing because it's just so funny. And she just kept um, clapping back. The lady was like, oh, by the way, I'm not projecting. I have two children and I'm happily married, but I would never post anything like that online because of my children. I wish you nothing but the best, Tia. And Tia clapped back again and said, no one's creating narratives around you. I don't think you are famous. I just checked. So you don't have to speak <laughs> your truth. I do. Okay, so I'm looking at it, Twitter X, whatever you want to call it. Tia does have the blue check. This person adding her does not. So mm -hmm. that is once again for people who are like, oh, well, you don't have to comment. Yeah, you, Joe Smo, nobody cares about what you do. Nobody's writing about you, what you do. What you do doesn't like generate dollars at the level as these famous people. Mm -hmm. I just love that she was like, hey, I'm going to need you to stay in your lane. Love that for you, sis. It was great. <laughs> And then, and then the lady was like, I'm a fan. Right. No, no, let it go. Like, right. stop. Stop right. it. Uh, I'm curious, Evie Sharika, you're famous. Like, you are world. You're like Beyonce famous. Are y'all clapping back or staying on mute? I'm doing a little bit of both, to be honest. Just because as a person of that stature, right, there's for you to be at that stature, it's impossible for you to be able to give that much energy to everyone. Right. Um, I think I was shocked, not not in a big way. I was shocked that Tia was surprised at some of the stuff that she was dealing with, like hearing people tell her that she they're un emotionally unavailable or that she would she would get ghosted. Um, or I think one of the other things she had put on her TikTok was um love bombing um or whatnot. So I was like, that's been happening definitely every day, single day as I know, and definitely pre your marriage and during your marriage. 
Um, so I don't know if she just had a great experience during her marriage or her pre-dating life didn't have those things. And I don't know, maybe because that's because she was a teen star, so to speak, and going into her adulthood and everybody like there was nobody ghosting a Tia, maybe. Um, but for me, man, I would gladly like I clap back on people now and I have no near the stardom of, of Beyonce or Jay-Z or Elon Musk or any of those people. Um, but then it'll definitely be some that you just mute just because you just you don't want to mess up your algorithm, your train of thought. And I know we talked a little mm. bit about like the mental state of celebrities or entertainers or musicians or those. And I think that's where some of them, I think that's where some people hit the hole. And I say the hole as in that's where they drop down to that level of those people because they consume all of that. And instead of doing what they were, I don't want to say gifted for, because it could all be God-given gifts, right? Um, and some of it is definitely some hard work, like because you can have that gift and not tap into it, not turn it into a skill and not master it, as I just saw in a recent sermon. So like you can get this gift from God, but if you don't continue to practice it, then it never develops into a skill that you become to master because you took so much time um, in things that wasn't meant for you. Um, and then you just kind of fall off. So there'll definitely be some moments and I might even do it like a daily, not a daily thing, but like maybe a weekly thing, like, you know, chat with EB on Fridays or something. And then every Friday I'm entertaining my fans, my guests, where they know, like whether I hop on live, I'm answering questions, I'm logging on with everybody. Like that's what I probably would do. Um, but also, of course, you know, it depends on my schedule. Then there'll be a lot of people that I just ignore. And I probably would have a team where it seems like I'm entertaining all these people where I probably would have a team of like maybe 10 to 15 solid people, probably even different parts of the globe, right? Some in this time zone, some in that one, some in Europe, some on the continent of Africa, some maybe ducked off. Well, I'm not trying to got TikTok no more, I don't think, or they changed their TikTok. But I would have them in different spaces. I would say, hey, man, I, I, I trust you enough. Please don't go crazy. Um, but respond how you think I would respond. Like, I'm talking about my circle, not just random people, so to speak, um, and go from there. But that was what I probably would do because there'll be no way to try to run my own social media if I had that type of stardom or stature. Yeah, I think that, like, I'm not the clap that, well, I, in my spirit, like, I always want to have something to say. And I always want, like, I can see myself wanting to feel like you didn't get the last word or you don't get to speak on my life. I'm going to say what I want to say. So I don't know. I would hope, I know my energy would be to do that. I would hope I ha would have the wisdom not to normally do that because it just gets messier and messier the more you do it because literally you can't control it. So it's like in the internet, you know, people really, you think they got the time. These people don't got nothing going on in their lives some of them just literally they're just there to be trolling and i don't want to be caught up in that because it just really is you know it really just is pointless at that point but i do appreciate that she did stand up for herself and say what she had to say and and the other thing that people you know the internet be internet but i'm like people why do you care it's not well i wouldn't do that for, to my children well it's not your children so, and you're not her. So why do you, it's not even, why are you even commenting? What does it matter? You don't, she's not saying, hey, y'all, I'm done with, you know, dating is hard and I'm putting all my business out there. You should do the same. She's just doing her. So if you don't like what she's doing and you wouldn't do that in your life, oh, then go live your life. Like let people say whatever they want to say. But, you know, people, I guess, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's what, you know, part of the internet is you know, hearing responses, just like you like to hear the good stuff when you drop a new project and people want, you know, get on there and they tell you they love you and they love the project or how much it meant to them. And that's really meaningful and people love that, you know, but when you open yourself up for that, you also open up yourself to the hate, people's opinions, people speaking on you. And, you know, it's up to you whether you want to respond or not. Me, I would love to respond, but I would hope I would be wise enough to be like, girl, let them be because, you know, at the end of the day, that's, I'm, they, they say what they said, they've upset you, they've hurt you, and then they move on with their life. And then, and, but now you're giving them clout, you're giving them energy, you're drawing attention to them, and that's what they want. And so, like, I just would hope I would not feed the beast, I guess. Exactly. I don't think I would have time for it. Literally, I think being a famous person at that level, there's so much 
draining happening to you. I think about like, and I'm nowhere near that level, but in my old job, just the amount of people I knew are like doing an event and one where I'm not even on stage. Let's say I just directed a piece or two and the amount of people who want to come up and talk to me after about this and that. And I, it's not that I didn't want to, like literally my social battery was just on zero. So I can't imagine like giving energy to things in life that I love, my family, my friends, my hobbies, and then going to strangers to explain what. So like I defend this thing to you and now what? What does that change? Is my relationship with my husband better? My relationship with my na- Like, no. Now I do understand that there are dollar elements associated with some of these stories. Like if the people think I kicked a kitten, maybe I lose millions of dollars, you know, that kind of thing. And then I have to like, be like, Hey y'all, I did not kick that kitten. Um, so, and that's what your communications teams and things are for, but I think I would definitely take more of a Beyonce route and just be like yeah say what you're gonna say I might make a joke or two about rumors I've heard like I don't think we'll ever know what went down on the elevator she just said when there's a billion dollars on the elevator of course stuff went down we'll never know why Solange was hitting Chasey at that level do I want to know sure do they need to do they have to tell us no (sighs) and with that right I would say that's wait I I do have a question about that do you think like when Beyonce is 88 years old, she'll like publish a memoir. Do you think she would ever like, I don't think she would do it anytime soon, but do you think she would like do like years and years from now, do you think she would ever really be like, this is how it was to be Beyonce? Nah, I think she's a group text kind of person. If you yeah, text. I, I think she trusts her circle. Like I'm pretty sure like the, her best friends know and probably even like, and I'm saying specific, like, I don't know for sure, but I'm just thinking of people who I know either was at her wedding or at her house, but like probably the, the Lala's, the Sierra's, those circles, they probably know or have a clue of what went down. Um, and I'm saying a clue as in an idea, but even then, right, I might even reserve that to say maybe they don't even know because that's how stuff get leaked easily where it's like, because I'm just saying like people-wise, right, where Lala at that time, cool, probably could have told Carmelo. Carmelo would have told one of his homeboys and stories just go. And I'm just using that as a random example. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's just like, no, nobody don't need to know. Like, I know Solange know, Solange know not to say Not even that. Anything. I'm just saying everything, like everything she's gone through, that, like, like, do you think she would ever, like, just publish a memoir and just say, like, this is what I never spoke on before. Here's really how I felt. This is really what was going on behind the scenes. Do you think she, you think she'll never like really just she... share her story that way? I think I we'll get a video she... from her, like a quick right. look. And I said quick, maybe like a 45 hour video, if anything. And I'm saying if, because I'm saying like, mm-hmm. we don't know, you know, God willing, she lives to 100 or whatever, whatever God desires for her or whatever that God already has outlined for her life. But I think just the way that she grew up and the way that, and not necessarily dysfunction, but I think we hear, right? We see some of the stuff that happened with her mom and dad, where it's like, I don't want people to know my business because I can see what happens mm-hmm. when people start to be in your business. And then she also, um, I think she, I don't know, because I, I don't know her. I think she feels she shared enough of her early mm-hmm. life where she didn't necessarily have control, like whether it be through her teen years, Destiny Child's year, where kind of everybody kind of knew who she was, what was going on. And then part of that herself and then being who she's with, it's like, people don't need to know. Like we, I, like people going to hear whatever we decide to hear. And I think, um, you know, I don't know. They, they've had a lot of disagreements and ups and downs and stuff. Um, they as in Jay-Z and Beyonce and that stuff that they've already alluded to. But as far as a tell-all or a memoir, I think herself, her personality, that's not something that she'll do. And I, I think she also probably gets that from her significant other, her husband, who's like mm-hmm. more so of a private person. And it's like, let's just keep this in-house. I think if anything, we'll get it from Blue when Blue in her 30s or 40s. Right. <laughs> but I don't think we're getting nothing from Beyonce. That would be hilarious. <laughs> it will definitely that be, will be a lot hilarious. I can't wait because I'm buying that one. <laughs> Being the daughter of Beyonce and Jay-Z, like that's where we'll get our information from if anything. And I think if like I said, if anything we might get it from like a Netflix special of her just showing like some, some her normal life, her behind the scenes, her family, like her like her being mom and wife and friend and casual. Mm-hmm. But like because she just be they just be chilling. And then when you hear people who like know them or who've been around them, extremely down to earth, where you're like, 
dang, like not saying I couldn't be, but it's like, how do you be that down to earth at that level or that stature um, of who you are? And um, I think that's one of the reasons why God keep blessing her. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Speaking of God, are we ready for some scripture bunnies this beautiful mm -hmm. day? Of All right. Second Kings 7. We're back to the Old Testament, the prophets. And listen, when the prophets had a word, I love when people used to say, like, my word is my bond. And in the New Testament, we know that it says, like, your yes should be your yes, your no should be your no. You can't change the color of hair on your head like God can. You know what I'm saying? Like, so don't be making promises, basically. I feel like that's how the prophets were. And it's always funny to me when they would, like, say a word against someone and it would, like, come to fruition not too long later. That's what we have here. We have Sharika will correct me if I say his name wrong, because I always do this with Elijah and Elisha. We yep. were talking about Elisha and there's this time of famine and people really struggling. And he came to the king to be like, listen, the famine's going to be over. And it was so hard to believe because things had been so, so bad. Like people were truly struggling. So second Kings, we're going to start at chapter seven, verse two. And then we're going to skip all the way down to verse 17. Well, no, I lied. Let's start at verse one. So you have context. Elisha said, listen, God's word, the famine's over. The time, this time tomorrow, food will be plentiful. A handful of meal for a shekel, two handfuls of grain for a shekel. The market at the city gate will be buzzing. The attendant on whom the king leaned for support said to the holy man, you expect us to believe that? Trap doors opening in the sky and food tumbling out? You'll watch it with your own eyes, he said, but you will not eat so much as a mouthful. Going down to verse 17, uh, the king ordered his attendant, the one he leaned on for support, to be in charge of the city gate. The people turned into a mob, poured through the gate, trampling him to death. It was exactly what the holy man had said when the king came to see him. So, well, when, yeah, basically... They're in this famine. Elisha tells them, y'all are going to get out of it. The attendant says to the holy man out of pocket, like, hey, that's never going to happen. Like, where's the food going to come from? It's just going to fall from the sky. Y'all, the Lord provided and the people were coming. So many people were coming to the gate. The king was like, hey, I'm going to give you a little upgrade. Now you're going to be in charge of the gate. And when I tell you he saw it and got trampled, so many lessons here. Yes, I did a little hee hee. Um, but also, like, not every promotion, not every opportunity is for you. Had he just stayed in his position, the person the king leaned on, he would have never got tr trampled. So just be, like, really conscious of what you can and can't handle. It's kind of interesting that we're talking about stars and the pressure or whatever. I was talking to some friends recently who had some opportunities that seemed like the right ones for them, but then it turned out to be absolutely the wrong ones. And it made me think of this too. And I know that's not really as funny and it's more of an expound. So forgive me, EB, for kind of going into your territory, but that's just a little word, a little scripture thought for today as well. EB, what are we expounding on? Um, so not expounding on anything, I would say too crazy, um, but Unless you live under a rock, you probably are fully aware of stuff that's going on in the Middle East, mainly with what we see as in Israel, um, Israelis and the Palestinians, and mostly on the Palestinian side, it's a terrorist group by the name of Hamas, who is seems to be on all sides. And I'm saying all sides because it seems that you're hearing from at least the different news outlets that I view and I watch, seeing that innocent people are just dying left and right. Um, it just sucks. So again, I encourage people as, and you're going to hear this literally at least at a minimum for the next year, um, continue to know who you vote for, continue to be as engaged as possible in all things um, around, especially in your local and state and national elections as they come up, especially sometimes when they're like special elections because people are getting removed or people are bowing out or people are getting let go or people are just, you know, just saying, you know, they got other stuff going on because they're running for another seat and they can't stay in the one that they're in. And also be in prayer. Like, I can't necessarily say, oh, like, because I'm seeing some people who are like, 
um, let's go or pray for Israel. And then it's like, well, how about the innocent Palestinians that's dying? Like, I just, I'm trying to think of where, you know, I don't know, try to align as best as possible to the scriptures and the biblical texts of like just kingdom values of just caring for people. Um, and it doesn't tell me to care for a specific type of person. And it just seems often that the darker a person's or an individual's or a nation's melanin is, it seems that as a nation in this country that I reside in, people go to that opposite side like quickly, like constantly. Um, and then when you just do quick history and research of seeing that part of the part of the area or the property or the land that has been causing some form of vitriol and hostility for literally decades upon end um, was kind of mapped out by a, I guess, authoritative power called the UN in the 40s. And then you start seeing these things and you're like, oh, okay, now some of this stuff makes a little more sense of why certain things are certain ways in certain areas of our world our, our world um also something else another um proud boy um who happens to live in the state of florida just got found guilty and um is headed to prison um i don't know how long this one specifically will be in prison but steve stephen miles he pleaded guilty um he was one of those ones that was there on january 6th of 2021 and after pleading guilty, he, you know, getting sent to prison. And so that's still going on in our world. So for those of you who think that what they did was not wrong, <laughs> it must suck when the judicial system is not on your side, right? Because um, I thought that's what we just have to live by. Whatever judicial says is that's law. Now, I'm not one of those people who subscribe to that, but I know a couple years ago and when a lot of stuff was going on in the world that seemed to be kind of the emphasis by a specific group of people when they shared what was going on or how they viewed certain things. So it's like, let's let's keep that same energy and know that some of your friends were doing some things that were pretty wrong and our government did not stand for it. So that's all I got to expound on this week. Um, and then I'll close out with fatherhood is amazing. Just want to share that time and time again because when he gets to start understanding things, he'll see that I've been saying this since he was born with a little big head self. Um, and then today at the time of this recording is my best friend's birthday. So happy birthday to the homie JP, cause I know he'd be listening. Um, hope everything going well with you. And that's all I got for y'all on the expound part, which I recommended for the people. So there's a show on the Kevin Stage Studios app called The Honey Do List. It's like a, re- um, not a relationship, uh, um, like a couple's, game show it is so funny and it's so much fun but to watch it you have to be on the kevin kev on stage studios app and they do have like a you know all the apps be having a trial if you want to try the app you should try the app for, and they do have a free trial for a couple of days i don't remember how much it was and check out the honeydew list love it um i'm recommending something that might seem so random that i found so useful in my travels so i like to use an electric electronic toothbrush the kind you can like plug in and a couple years ago mine broke down so then Doug and I would share one not the head we just switch out the heads um but when I travel I don't want to take like the only electronic one so CVS Health other places probably have them too but you know shameless plug for a, a great company they have these little travel electronic toothbrushes that are just ran by a battery it's amazing it takes up a lot less space you get so many different heads with it. Such a random recommends, but for those of you who travel and you like electronic toothbrushes, get one of the travel ones. They're great. EP, what are you recommending today? I am recommending a book by the by a lady by the name of Jada Pickett Smith called Worthy, um, just because we talked about it. So if you want to go support her to continue to keep her at the top of the New York Times bestseller list, that'll be great. Also, I think we recommended this before, but um, of course, new seasons come out, things happen. So if you've ever been on Netflix, and, but again, um, it's a show by the title called Love is Blind. We just got done watching season five with the wife. Um and I would say I highly recommend, but it's kind of like an average recommend. So if you're into those type of 
dating reality shows where these people literally don't see each other. They just date each other from these different pods and they just talk to each other. And then, of course, the normal reality show drama behind the scenes and everything that's going on and different people are interested in the same person and all these things. And then you find out if these people stay together or if they split or if things go super south and fights break out. You know what I'm saying? Fight as in what our brothers and sisters from other places will consider a fight, like a verbal fight, not like physical altercation and fight and fight and fight. That's, you know, that's what I would call a fight. So yeah, that's all I got for y'all this week. Anything else y'all want to close out with? Sabrina, Sharika? Have a great week. Have a great week. Remember Jesus loves you guys. As always, if life tries to knock you down, make sure you kick back. Till next time.